Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to ask you a question. Are you letting your fear sabotage you from success? Today, we're going to be talking about little sneaky ways we interfere with our best laid out plans. If you feel like you've been making two steps forward and three steps backward, listen to what I have to share with you because I really think it's going to light up some ideas to help you get out of that stuck place. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I'd love to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time or multiple episodes. Make sure that you smash that subscribe button so as soon as I download an episode, you'll be able to hear it. And let's be friends on social media. Find me on Twitter, Denise G. Lee, or LinkedIn, Denise George Lee. You'll be getting insights and tips and just thought-provoking ideas to help you improve or enhance your personal brand and or service-based business. And if you haven't done so already, check me out on denisegeely.com where you'll reach my articles and other resources that will help improve not just your mindset, but your money. A lot of the things that we're going to be talking today are literally springboards from my course Amazing Attitude is a 21 day intensive with me where I pop into your inbox and give you some journaling prompts and ideas to help elevate how you think about your world and yourself. You can find that on the courses tab on denisegeely.com and it's titled Amazing Attitude. With that being said, let's talk about today in regards to our fears and how we can inadvertently sabotage ourselves. A lot of the times I get a lot of my insight by just observing the world and just looking at how people are creating things and it brings to mind all the many little sneaky ways we show how we are having fears or worries and anxieties. The other day I was on Yahoo and I came across this link to a video. It was featuring an actress, a very popular actress. And anyway, it was featuring her skin routine, specifically about how she removes her makeup and what she does. And I freak if you don't if you don't me I love skincare specifically I believe that our skin is is our largest organ obviously and it's a barrier against free radicals and harmful environmental toxins and all that stuff and if we have a healthy clean skin it helps us have obviously increased vitality it helps improve our self esteem it helps us to be able to be more flexible, literally physically with nice taut skin. Anyway, I could just go on and on and on about why good skin from head to toe is really important. It's not just for aesthetics, also for so many other reasons. Anywho, I got really excited when I saw this particular video. It was 11 minute video. And here I am, I'm literally telling everyone to leave me alone. I'm in my house. Like, okay, let me spare some quiet time so I can listen and learn about, you know, some ways to improve, obviously, not only how to remove makeup carefully, but what you need to be 
using. And why not from someone who is in Hollywood and literally they have to wear makeup every day for as part of their, their job. I sit down, I start watching it and it, it really opens up pretty good. She's wearing a full face of makeup and she proceeds to explain about how she takes off her makeup in a certain way and how she exfoliates and how she cleanses herself and it, kind of explaining her favorite cleansers and moisturizers and then she she shows the types of skincare her serums and her conditioners and that she uses whatnot to hydrate her skin and to and she has rosacea she was explaining how she can control the redness and tone down it and I was really excited to kind of learn a little bit more about certain things that the Hollywood crowd is using but then then it starts getting weird to me because as she was talking about you know how she removes the makeup and starts putting on makeup that her daughters also enjoy using certain makeup and both of her her daughters are under the age of 10 and she says I I don't mind it I don't think there's anything wrong with it they're exploring color on their face and I don't think too much about it until I notice after all the makeup is removed, after she cleans her face, she says, this is the next thing, you guys, this next thing she says is, since it's midday, I want to put a little bit color back on my face. So wait a minute, you took all this time to take off your makeup, you took all this time to hydrate and, and cleanse your face. Now we're putting more makeup on. It first started off with a tinted moisturizer. Then it went to eyeliner, then mascara, then a little tinted rouge, then a bronzer. And quite frankly, I was a little perplexed. I couldn't quite understand why the video was titled my skincare routine, post makeup skin routine, ended up turning into a, a quickie makeup lesson. What does any of this have to do with you? Am I saying that we shouldn't wear makeup? No, I'm not saying that. Am I saying that makeup is bad in general? No, not really. For a lot of women, makeup helps boost their self-esteem and their confidence. This is not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is that this woman, this actress said that because it's midday, I still want to have some makeup on even though the video was about not wearing makeup and just your skincare. A lot of us are, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, you can just take it or leave with it. A lot of us are inadvertently sabotaging how we do stuff or how we create content, how we how we make certain products or services because of our own deep-seated fears and insecurities. And my dollar, if I could bet a dollar or so on it, her daughters are observing that mommy for the majority of their life, majority of their day, mommy is always constantly wearing makeup. And can imagine, can you imagine the messaging that her daughters are receiving that says, but basically we all need to be wearing makeup. It's weird to be barefaced and young girls are being impressed with this idea. Now, maybe they generally do like makeup, the, the different colors and experimentation. I don't know. But you'd be a fool to discount that there is a possibility that these little girls are being indoctrinated into the idea that women, girls, wear makeup all the time.
I personally don't believe that wearing makeup all day long is good for your health, good for your skin. I believe it clogs pores. I believe it can cause exasperates uh, dermatological problems. That's just my own two cents on that. You can disagree, agree or whatever. It doesn't really matter. It's just my opinion. What I'm trying to say is that we inadvertently, if we're not careful, we do so many little subtle things that scream our fears and worries and anxieties. I, I think about even during my uh, early days on social media, I remember the only thing that I posted, this is regarding my business, this is regarding my business. All I could do was replicate these posts that I saw other business coaches do where they would have this heartfelt story about how they struggled and they triumphed. And if you, I wanna share what you have to share and if you just click the link below, for a limited time offer, I want to discount this specific program for you. And there was just this formula that I was just copying what other coaches were doing. It it seemed so formulaic. formulaic. And I'm laughing about it because it felt inauthentic to me, but I was so afraid of trying something new. I was so afraid of stepping out of the box that I couldn't think about doing anything other than that. Now, Big caveat, big caveat. Now, a lot of folks in the beginning of our business, we want to be cute, we, we want to be cavalier, and we just want to go avant-garde and just try a whole bunch of stuff and hope to God something sticks to the wall. And more often than not, we our ego and our pride says, we don't need any help. We don't need any structure. We'll figure things out. We'll pull ourselves up for our bootstraps. And only after so much trial and tribulation and setback and not having any results and not seeing any momentum, do we then seek advice from someone a little bit more experienced and we, we're sucking our pride a little bit and we ask for help. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those moments where we have a deep-seated worry that we won't be liked or someone will think that we are ugly or unworthy. And we make a lot of decisions that in reality are actually poorly sabotaging our own insecurities and fears. And I gave the example in the beginning of our time with one another about the artists and the makeup lessons, but it can go into so many other other situations where we write a bunch of emails because we see other people write emails. We make a bunch of YouTube videos, even though we freaking hate being on camera. We go on a bunch of shows and cross collaborate with people, even though we're not even interested in the subject, but it seems to be popular and it may pay our bills. There are so many different ways we are leading by our fears and our worries and anxieties. And if we're not careful, we could build a whole career based on a pill a pillar of things that are completely inauthentic to us and completely inauthentic to how we want to nurture our community. And if that is you, if you are moving in that direction where you find yourself repeating things over and over and over, right, that are not even authentic to you, then you have to ask yourself, where is this motivation coming from? Really, where is it coming from? Oftentimes, I read about so many people saying that I'm a people pleaser or I'm afraid of posting because 
I don't want any negative comments or I'm afraid of criticism or I'm afraid of this. And we observe them and I've done it myself and you might have done it too, where you're, you're doing a whole bunch of things, not because you actually want to, but it's that fear of rejection, the fear of not getting money, the fear of fill in the blank. And because of that, it's like, it's kind of like a snowball effect because we get comfortable in the routine of being inauthentic to ourselves. Then the next step of doing something that feels inauthentic, it seems a little bit easier. And then it goes on and on and on. And if you're not careful, you'll wake up a week later, years later, whatever, and you don't even recognize yourself because you're leading with your fears. And I want to let you know that there's a better way. If you have been, you've been listening to this and you're like, you're nodding your head and like, dang, Denise, you got my number here. I'm relieved been li- living and leading professionally and or personally with my fears. And you're like, how do I get out of it? Well, I'll let you know that it is, it is easy but it's not simple, if that makes any sense. It's easy in the sense where what I have to say to you, you'll understand perfectly, but it's not simple in the sense that you have to be fully committed. Now think about this, just like any kind of routine, at first it sent, it felt a little complicated, but then you got into ease of a, an ease of rhythm. I'll give an example for most of us, not I know all of us doesn't apply, but for most of us, we've learned to ride a bicycle. And you remember when you were first riding a bicycle in the beginning, where at first you were just really struggling to get on the bicycle and just find your balance. And then, of course, you know, you had your helmet and your knee pads. And well, b- back in my day, we didn't have none of that. So you just fell down and scraped your knees and oh, well, that your parents slapped on a bandaid and told you to get back on a couple of days later after I started scabbing over. But for the majority of us <laughs> who were born post-1990, you know, we had all this protective equipment. And even though we had bumps and strafes, we still, we learned and it became unconscious to kind of get up on the bike. And it didn't matter whether or not you hadn't bicycled in like five or 10 years or whatever you could get. Once you learned the skill, you could just go on autopilot. Well, the same thing goes, the same concept goes for your fears. Your fears are literally running on autopilot in your mind. You don't even realize how well you've trained your body, your mind physically responding and psychologically responding to the boogeyman of someone saying a nasty thing on your post or the boogeyman of not getting paid. And well, some, for a lot of you guys in the beginning of your business, if the, the worry of not getting paid is real, right? And we put up so much pressure on ourselves to pay bills. We feel so much pressure on ourselves to dial for dollars or do whatever we can, but we're running on all those primitive emotions that we didn't realize we actually trained. We trained ourselves to be fearful through er making every bad thing that has happened to us felt like a catastrophe, that we trained our brains to believe that there is no repeat button, there is no restart button. We trained ourselves to believe that being alone and not asking for help was actually a form of strength that we can protect ourselves and we can feel vulnerable. We've actually trained ourselves. So if we know that we've trained ourselves to be fearful, we've trained ourselves to avoid danger, we trained ourselves to protect ourselves by all means necessary, how do we backpedal and go back to 
taking risks, feeling empowered, moving in the right direction, avoiding it. Well, we're going to have to train the same way we trained ourselves to feel negative, the same way we trained ourselves to feel resentful or negative emotion toward even attempting to do something different. The same way we're going to have to train ourselves to be positive. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and uh, I told him that I was I was feeling under the weather and he was sending me a message and checking up on me and it was pretty early. He's I'm pretty he's a night owl. And I asked him, I was like, gee, you're up pretty early sending me messages. What's going on? You know, usually the vampires get up before you two. And he said, Yeah, I get I, I asked him because I know that he's a heavy drinker. I said, you know, were you you not drinking? He was like, no, nah, I still I was still drinking, just not as much as I usually did. And I said, hey, you know, maybe that's a sign that your body responds well when it's not full of alcohol. I was trying to say this in the most gentlest way, and he's like, yeah, I know. I said, you know, you only have one liver. So often, even when we've got a little glimmer of truth, when we got a little glimmer of just understanding that it's a better way, we have to nurture it like a little precious plant that just came up from the, the soil. We've got to water it and we protect it from excess sun. We got to protect it. And the way we protect it is we create things that will help us move in the right direction. I gave the example of my friend that is an alcoholic. There's just no other way of putting it. He knew, he recognized that that it was a problem. He knew it was causing him difficulty. I'm not saying that he's at a point where he's ready to walk, walk toward the journey of recovery, but at least there's a glimmer of that there is a better way. I want to ask you, if you had to closely examine your life right now, is there something that is giving you a little glimmer of hope? A little glimmer that there is a better way? I want you to lean into it. And I want to ask you to ask yourself this possi- this question. Is there something better for me? Where is it? Where is better for me? And I want you to take a step in that right direction. I want you to think of yourself, your specifically your dreams of that little flower that just pressed through from the soil and you really want it to grow and become something beautiful. How would you protect it? Now, that's the same way you need to protect your ambitions. What do you need to do? Do you need to ask for resources to help nurture your soul. Perhaps you need to get more into a meditation or prayer or some type of spiritual practice. Do you need to nurture your soul in terms of journaling more? Do you need a better support system? Do you need to improve your physical health, meaning eating better and getting more exercise? Do you need more spiritual help in terms of how you view the world and I just want you to instead of trying to do everything that you think is possible like I need to write these number of emails I need to send these number of direct messages I need to send these text text messages or whatever I just need you to make a micro 
little step in the right direction. A lot of the times when we walk towards nurturing our soul and doing the next right thing, the solutions for how we do our business or how we live our life actually spill into our business. Yes, if we take small little daily micro steps to improve how we view ourselves and how we view our world, these things naturally carry over into our business. I remember when I first started going on social media, it was super difficult for me. I literally, like I said to you earlier, I was just copying what I saw everybody else do. And it didn't feel authentic to me. It didn't feel right. I felt a a loss of words for the majority of time. And I didn't really get any engagement. I didn't get any people to really reply or express interest. And the reason why was they felt energetically, I was not even connected to the content that I was creating. But then, and I know this sounds so counterintuitive, when I started leaning into improving my own mental health, when I started leaning into improving my spiritual health and my physical health, and just asking myself better questions on how can I improve my disposition? How can I feel better about my world around me? I started leaning more inward and outwardly I was expressing content that felt 100% authentic to me. It squashed the fears, it squashed the anxieties and I was being more confident because it felt right for me in that present moment. And I want to ask you, you have a funky way and myself included, we have a funky way of telling everybody how we're feeling inwardly, outwardly through our content, through our product or services. We are actually expressing who we really are from the in from the outs from the inward outward. And if we are riddled with those fears and those worries and anxieties, it's not going to go away. It, even if you are lucky and get a couple of sales or you, you amass a bunch of followers or whatever you feel like your goal is, as long as you feel haunted inwardly, it has a way of sabotaging because our brains, the this is how our brains work. There's tapes that are playing inside of our brains all the time. We're telling ourselves either we feel confident or we feel terrible, we feel anxious and we get all these messages coming from how we react to external stimuli could be we made a lot of money or our mom was nice to us or our clients were not testy to us or fill in the blank situation and if we are feeling disharmonious inside if we're feeling discontent or upset about how we feel about our world we will project all those nasty messages back to the people are around us and they might send us messages back and we might interpret that and come to conclusions that we're not worthy and we're not being able to do anything because of one or two negative reactions. So you see how I'm saying that we're, we receive messages back and forth from our inside to the outside and the outside to the inside. But if we're not feeling centered and grounded within, we can inadvertently disrupt anything that we have planned out. And that's why we have to make it our main goal 
to always focus in on healing ourselves from the inside, questioning our fears, questioning our shortcomings. Was it even a really a shortcoming when we think about it? Because every experience is a blessing because it helps us to learn and grow. We got to question anything we believe where we feel unworthy. If you're here listening to this message, you are worthy. You have plans. You have ambitions. You have purpose. We have to address what our actual possibilities are. Just because you may not be achieving the success that you want today doesn't mean that it's going to be that way forever tomorrow, right? We And that comes from constantly doing the work on ourselves. And if we do that consistently, we can be able to radiate a confident energy so that we can be able to attract more people into a world who appreciate what we have to share and what we have to do and how we can contribute. In summary, what I'm trying to say to you is that our fears are really manifestations of unresolved issues and unresolved traumas. And if we do the hard work by evaluating the origin of where these messages are coming from and how we can make those tiny, teeny micro steps in that right direction so that we can heal and that we can recover, we'll be amazed to see how much progress we can make in our business. Trust me, these things are all interrelated. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this message made a lot of sense. It was inspiring. And if you really feel like somebody else could benefit, make sure that you forward this message. And if you got any questions or concerns, please send me a message at hello at deniseglee.com. And I would love if you could write me a review. If you write a review and send me a message at hello at deniseglee.com, I'd like to send you a little token of my appreciation. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.